Welcome to Back on the Broomstick, a modern witch's spoken word grimoire, where two witchy friends from way back are reconnecting to their pagan roots after a long period of mundanity. We're rewalking the path of the wise and trying out all the latest spells, rituals, and magical theory in today's witchcraft and pagan practices. So grab your wand and your incense, your cauldron and your crystals, and join us as we get Back on the Broomstick. Welcome to Back on the Broomstick. I'm Layla. And I'm Shell. And today we are going to talk about a hot topic. I've been seeing a whole bunch of stuff about cord cuttings and what is a cord cutting? What do you do a cord cutting for? What can you do a cord cutting for? So I thought that would be just a fun thing for us to chat about today. We touched on it just a little bit when we were talking about our candle magic episode, but we didn't really get into what a cord cutting is. And I think that, you know, we've we've seen a lot of things recently where people are asking, you know, is it restrictive to severing ties of a relationship or can you use it to kind of sever any other spiritual, say, quote unquote, spiritual ties that bind you? It's an interesting question. When you look up by definition what a cord cutting is, it is to sever the energetic ties that bind you to other people's situations or things they're harmful, draining, no longer serving you, or just plain old toxic. You know, you can cut the cords of negative emotions. You can cut the cords of patterns. So it isn't necessarily severing relationship ties, but it also is a good go-to for severing relationship ties. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've used it for that on more than one occasion. Energetic cords are something that energy workers and witches believe that as you meet people, as you go through your life, we create connections. We create ties with people. We even use that type of language. The ties that bind us. <laughs> exactly. Those are what we were referring to. When we we're talking about cords. When you when you go to a place, you might have a connection to that place. Or if you have a specific event that happens to you, you could have an emotional attachment to that event, an emotional cord. This is energy that can feed you or energy that can drain you. Have you ever met that person, Shell? And I know you have because we have a specific name for this type of person. But sometimes there's people that every time you're around them, you feel drained. Psychic vampires. That's the term. <laughs> and everybody knows someone like this. No matter how good you feel or how good of a time you're having, that one particular person seems to like suck the energy out of everything. And that's kind of a an easy example of having a tie with someone and that energy can be pulled from you. So these ties can be good or bad. How you approach severing those ties can look different um, depending on what the attachment is that you're trying to sever and dare I say how deep of an attachment it is. You know, we did a ritual. I don't know if you remember this. We did a ritual for the life of me. I can't even think of what it was for, but we went around and kind of swept around each other's energy space, um, aura space, and kind of severed any sort of ties that we no longer wanted to us, whether that be material things, stressful things, emotional things, romantic things, whatever the case was. And it was like lifting a weight. But in the same respect, I've done the relationship cutting of a cord. You know, you get married, you get divorced, and and you you cut the cord. And that is a whole different ball of wax and a whole different vibe than that one time we did that ritual and kind of cleansed and cut ties to all of our energetic space. 
but it was just a different type of cut. You know, you can cut away negative emotion relatively easy. You know, you can cut away some things that you're less attached to, but severing the tie of a extended marriage is a little bit deeper of a sever. Yeah, there's different layers. There's definitely different layers. And what we're talking about is everything has an energetic body. You might call it an aura or an energetic field, the energy that's directly around your body. And this is where we emotionally attach to people and places and ideas. So we have literal cords of connection that go from the different energy centers in our body connecting to these other people. And just like Shell said, some of them are very easily swept away. You know, at the end of the day, you may have little cords that connect you to people that you spoke to on the phone or a customer or someone that you're passing by on the street. And you can just kind of sweep those away as your right. cleansing your energy or your aura. And I believe the ritual that we did, we got deep into an alpha state and into a, a good meditative state where we were working with each other's energy and severing those light connections and also some of the deeper connections that needed to be, think of it like weeding a garden, you know, needed to be pulled out. And sometimes those weeds are light and easy and you can just simply pluck them and pull them away. And sometimes those roots go really, really deep and it takes a lot of work. Kind of like the cord cutting I did after a divorce was more like cutting down a tree and then digging out four miles worth of roots out of the ground. Exactly. A little bit different than pulling some weeds. So there's different levels, different layers, different depths to it, all equally validating. But, you know, what you're doing and how you do it, like I said, can depend on what you're severing and what you're cutting ties with. And you can definitely sever and cut ties with parts of something. You know, say you are in a relationship with a parent that is difficult. You might not want to entirely cut ties with that parent or that relative, but you want to maybe cut ties with the history of negativity, the history of negative energy and, and bad conversations and choosing the wrong words or whatever that negativity is. Maybe you want to get rid of that. Part. You can sever that. cord. You don't have to sever the whole relationship. I think one thing with cord cutting is it really is kind of important as far as spiritual healing and well-being because it does help you release negative emotions and, you know, different toxicities in your life. And, you know, I think we're in an age now of self-healing, self-help. So, you know, kind of cutting some cords on occasion, cutting some ties with some toxic things is very much a self-help tool that you can use to kind of bring you back to center bring you back to a good place mentally and physically and emotionally. And I love that you brought all of those up because doing a cord cutting or a, an energy cleansing is part of that whole self healing where your brain doesn't know the difference between the energy around you and your physical body. It thinks those two things are the same. They intermingle. Yeah. You know, if you emotionally feel like you're being attacked, it doesn't matter if you're really physically being attacked. Your brain's going to react as if you're being attacked. And so by cleansing this mental space, this energetic space, you're also helping to heal yourself physically you can help to heal yourself mentally and get into a better space where you're able to move forward with things, you know, by letting go of the ties that bind you. Yeah, because, you know, you don't want to harbor things. And I think this is probably the perfect ritual you can do to make sure you're not harboring things. I remember at one point when I was when I was in a different state of mind, I was doing something like this every six months, once a year. 
just to kind of sweep things out, get things kind of back into focus and back into, you know, get myself back into good headspace, not let things get you down, you know? So it, it's definitely something that not only do you want to do, but you want to do, you know, annually. Hey, maybe I just thought of a good New Year's ritual. This would be a good New Year's ritual, wouldn't it? Do it like a cord cutting, energetic cleansing on New Year's Day. I think I'm on to something. Oh, we talked about that with the egg cleanse. When we were talking, when we did the egg cleanse, we talked about that would, might be something that we might do seasonally or annually as kind of a deeper cleansing. And and cord cutting is very very similar to that. But rather than a, an all over cleansing of negative energy, this one is specific. You know, these cords go to a specific person or to a specific emotion, a specific event. This type of ritual can be very, very personal and it can sometimes be very hard. Right. Like Shell said, if you're letting go of a relationship, that can be pretty difficult. That's deep work. You know, that's not something that people entertain lightly. It's not lighthearted. Exactly. Cord cuttings are one of my favorite types of magic because it's sympathetic magic. It's like for like magic. It's a literal thing. You can literally take a cord to represent the energy cord that's between you and someone else. And then you literally cut it with scissors or a knife. And that represents very viscerally cutting the energy bond between the two of you. It's easy magic. And so your brain loves easy magic. So you can dress it up as much as you want to kind of get yourself into that space. But it's pretty easy to visualize and do magic. You know, one fun way, I don't know if it's a, if I want to call it a fun way, but one cool way that, that we've done it in the past is um, using our athames to almost symbolically cut those ties from our energy field and just kind of take that athame and, and kind of wipe it down your energy field head to toe as if you are cutting the cords that are severed to your energy. And I like that visualization. Um, it works for that type of cord cutting and severing. But when I when I did a relationship cord cutting, I actually used the hand fasting cord and cut it and then burned it. That was more appropriate for that situation. When it comes to kind of cleaning out some of the negative emotions, some of the toxicity, I like the visualization of the athame just kind of chopping everything off from you. You know, you're in your little bubble and you're cutting everything off from around your bubble. I like combining those two things. I sometimes have done cord cuttings where I have actually tied my hands together with a cord, bound my feet with a cord, sometimes even bound my mouth with a cord. How the hell are you functioning if you got your hands tied together and your feet tied together? Then how are you cutting these ties? I'm confused. Well, you don't have to have your hands bound where you can't move. You can do, <laughs> you can wrap the cord loosely around each hand and, and loosely around your ankles and loosely around your mouth. You don't have to be bound up like a, like a Thanksgiving turkey or anything like that. <laughs> We're not playing S&M games here. We're just trying to symbolically show that, <laughs> that this cord has limited you, that this cord has prevented you from doing something you want or saying something you want or being who you want. And so you literally tie yourself with this cord. And then cut it away with your athame. You can sit in circle in sacred space after you've cast your circle and gotten into space. Take the cord and visualize it representing this other person or this situation and fill it with that energy and then tie it around your hand. Say this relationship has bound my hands or whatever it has done. This relationship has prevented me from moving forward and wrap it around your feet. And then 
say, you know, this no longer serves me. I cut it away. I let this go. I cut away this relationship that doesn't work for me. And then literally cut it off of yourself and then burn it and dispose of that either the ash either in the ground and running water, flush it down the toilet, put it in the garbage once it's cool, you know, that kind of thing. Just get it out of your house, get it out of your space. Absolutely. And, you know, if you are doing kind of a a more symbolic thing, like I, I stated with the athme, and you're just kind of wiping away that energy field, this is where having a little broom comes in handy because you can then symbolically sweep it all away from your space. So you're going to cut those ties and then sweep them away. The only thing I can think of is that uh, visualization from the craft. Remember after they get like the demon guy out of out of this one sister, they yeah, sweep, they sweep all the ashes all the do- out the door. Yeah. You know, kind of similar concept. You're going to cut all those ties and then sweep them right out of your space. Yep. And the important thing here is to get it out of your space, whether actually with a broom, love a good broom for Richard. Right. But... <laughs> or open a window and let the smoke go out, which cinnamon is something I absolutely love. If you're going to smoke cleanse yourself, you know, I know a lot of people don't like to use white sage nowadays, but cinnamon is phenomenal for cord cutting. Uh, if you burn some cinnamon, not only does it smell great and then afterwards you can feel all warm and cozy in your space, it is really good for cleansing and for pushing out any negative stagnant energy. So it's really great in particular for this type of ritual or spell. But yeah, open that window and, and let the smoke out. Clean the space where you've done ritual a little bit, but get it out of the space, whether literally or figuratively. Part of cord cutting and releasing energy and, and releasing ties that bind you there is there is something to be said for doing that, not only symbolically, but doing it, actually doing it, getting rid of things, um, getting rid of that energy, wiping the dust away, wiping the dirt away. For me, doing a cord cutting is also a good time to clean. You're getting rid of those negative emotions, those negative thoughts, that toxicity, get it out, get it out of your space in every single way. And that includes like cleaning. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we use every ritual as an excuse to clean. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I feel like when I was 20, that wasn't the case. <laughs> One thing people tend to forget with cord cuttings is that there's work afterwards that you have to do as well. Just because you've done the cord cutting, your work doesn't end there. Correct. If you're cutting your ex out of your life, don't text them at 2 a.m. and ask, how you doing? Don't go to the party where you know they're going to be at. Right. Don't don't do that. Do not put yourself back in that space because those those spaces where that cord used to be super easy to reattach. If you go back into that same type of situation or to that same person, those cords are going to be back in a heartbeat and you're going to have to do this all over again. You have to be committed to wanting to shed the toxicity. Right. It's not a one and done kind of thing. Can you do it once and burn it out completely? Sure, that's possible. I've seen it. Shell's done it. (laughs) (laughs) Want somebody cut out permanently? Shell's your gal. But I got you. (laughs) But I've also seen where those cord cuttings can be very sore and fresh and easy to reattach if you put yourself back in that situation. So you kind of have to do work afterwards to keep that cut. Make sure it stays cut and clean continue with the work. It doesn't just end with that one ritual, unless you're shell and you're really pissed. 
I think that that's how a lot of things with magic and ritual are. You know, none of this is really a one and done. You know, you can't just Google ritual, do it what what your computer screen says, and poof, all your dreams come true. You have to put in the work. Yeah. And and sometimes that work is deep and dark and emotional and not fun, but it's for the greater good. And, you know, sometimes cutting cords is hard and, and severing ties is hard, but it is in your best interest. I can't think of any cord cutting ritual I've ever done where I didn't cry. They're not easy, whether it was tears of anger or tears of sadness, in some cases, tears of joy. But there's usually a lot of emotion there. It's I mean, again, there's light and easy to cleanse when we do a a meditation. Sometimes we do a cleansing and you can get rid of those light attachments pretty easily. It's the deeper ones that really hit those emotional centers as well as the energetic centers. And you need to be prepared for that. It's definitely difficult, but, you know, you have to kind of look at the the long term goal. It's going to be hard in the beginning sometimes, depending on what you're cutting out of your life. But, you know. It's how we roll, I guess. (laughs) And it's okay to do it again. It's okay to do that cord cutting and then a little while later, maybe do a light one. Like Shell said, do the cleansing where you just run your athame over your energetic field and continue to do that. And, And find a good meditation to do as well with that and kind of meditate on what it is you're shedding. Maybe sometimes it's easier, especially if you're looking to cut ties that are of the the more mental and emotional nature, you know, do a meditation on why you need it, why you need to cut that out, you know, why you need to rid that of your of your space and energy and time and effort. Sometimes when you take a a deeper look at why you should sever some ties, sometimes it makes severing them a little bit easier once you're like, oh, yeah, that's why this is toxic. (laughs) That's it. I almost forgot that part. Sometimes you just got to you got to just take a, a, a deeper dive and then it makes it easier to accomplish the end goal. One of the popular rituals I've seen is one that you and I have done where you take two candles, particularly black candles are, you know, because you're, you're banishing, you're wanting to get rid of this negative energy. So a black candle or a dark candle. You can also use a candle that symbolizes that relationship or person or whatever that will work as well. Choose little ones, but not too little. You want something that's going to be done burning by the time you're done with your ritual. Do not get full tapers, people, because then you're (laughs) like, oh, crap. Now I got to sit here for like 17 hours. (laughs) Shell likes to use birthday candles. Those will work. Those are a little too quick for this particular type of spell. You want something a little bigger than that. But if you tie the candles together with thread or with a small cord, nothing too thick, tie them together about halfway down and then light them at the same time. And while they're burning, meditate on the relationship. Meditate on, like Shell said, remember the good, remember the bad. Remember why you want to cut this person out of your life, why you want this cord to be cut. And as that candle burns down, use that time to really go through this whole thing in your mind. By the time it hits that cord and the flames burn it naturally, you should be ready to let that go and then finish the rest of your spell. I have a quick tip for those who need to cut ties real quick. And I've done, I've done this before. This is a DIY thing. Um, you won't find this in your local witch store. You know, when you need to kind of get stuff done and time's a little short and you don't got a lot of time, A, to let it burn, B, to cut the ties. Have you ever used two black tea light candles, 
tied the wicks together with dental floss and then head at it. I've done you one better. Sometimes you can get those candles that are still connected. You know, they've been dipped or whatever. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In particular yep. for relationships, family relationships or really close lover relationships. Those are great to sever very quickly because those are two candles that were made at the same time. They were the formed same, together. They were formed together and they carry the same wick. And so if you set them together without cutting that wick and then light the wicks at the same time, that severs them right from the beginning. And then you do the rest of your spell as they burn and then either give the remains of the candle that represents the other person to them or dispose of it and get it out of your house. But that's a very quick one as well, particularly, again, if it's a very, very close relationship, those work great. And just like Shell, they're instant, that connection severed right at the beginning. And then you do the rest of the work to continue that letting go. But yeah, you just don't want to use like a big old Yankee candle or anything like that. That's going to take like 46 days to burn down. <laughs> and if you did pick that candle, think about why you maybe want to take that much time. You're really not ready to let it go. That's another thing. You know, you brought up something good. Definitely don't be go willy nilly doing cord cuttings unless you're ready to let stuff go. Exactly. If yeah. you have any doubt in your mind, then maybe this isn't the ritual for you at this time. Maybe you should do a little meditating and some soul searching before you do that. One good reason is because if you have any doubt in your mind, it won't work. Right. Well, the other thing I was thinking is, you know, maybe you have some doubt in your mind, but you make it work and then you've cut ties with something that maybe you shouldn't have. That's a good point. That is a very good point. That's why it's definitely good to do some meditation before you do this cord cutting. Think on it before you do it. Maybe write things down. That's another thing you can burn. I love lists. Write the reasons why you want to do this cord cutting down. And you can actually find cord cutting meditations online. Um, so if you Googled cord cutting meditations, you'll find a bunch of meditations to kind of get you in that mindset of what you're doing, as well as, you know, making you kind of double and triple check yourself before you do it. You know, you want to make sure, is this really what you want to do? Because as much as I said that cords are easy to reattach, it's going to be different. If you cut a cord, there's still going to be a wound there. And, and even if it reattaches, it's going to be different. So figure things out. You know, maybe there's something you need to work on. Maybe you don't want to necessarily do a full cord cutting. Maybe you just want to cut out the emotional patterns that aren't working. Maybe you want to cut out the part of the relationship that no right. longer serves and work on the rest of it. Cord cuttings are not a quick fix. They're not. And it's not one of those, you know, snap your fingers, cut a cord and boom, life's better either. You know, as with work. everything, whether you use magic for it or not, things take work and things take effort and things take time. Yeah, a cord cutting isn't just poof. Everything is all back. Good. Perfect. No worries. Exactly. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Once you've cut that cord, there's still a wound. It reminds me of the analogy where people say, oh, you read tarot cards. Oh, you know, you've got psychic abilities. Why don't you know the lottery numbers? Same kind of thing. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> It, it's too random. That's too much chaos. I was never able to. I tried. Trust me. If I could know them, I'd have them. <laughs> right? That is a whole nother episode. <laughs> but so it's deep work. It's definitely deep work. But it can be very therapeutic. It can be wonderful. It can be the best thing you ever did. You do feel lighter. But it doesn't come without a little bit of effort. That's true. You do have to put in the effort and the work. Light cleansings are great. Take a bath. 
take a salt bath, take a smoke bath, you know, however you want to cleanse yourself. A lot of us do a, a small cleansing before going into circle or going into a sweat or going into do a spell or a ritual. We'll do a light cleansing with incense or with fire or with water, you know, with something. Little cleansings are great, but a cord cutting is, is a much deeper work. And it's going to hit you emotionally, whether at the time of the ritual or at some point afterwards, you'll get kind of hit upside the head. It's kind of like grief a little bit. Some people cry right away when grief hits them. And some people, it'll be days or weeks or years later. And all of a sudden, they're on the floor crying because that grief has just now come out. And the same thing will happen with a cord cutting. But I think maybe the, the biggest takeaway uh, that we want to definitely have for folks is cord cuttings are definitely useful, good, and hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good magic, though. It's definitely good magic. And it's something that you can do in so many different ways. We did the egg cleanse. We've done athame, almost like scraping cleanses. But the important thing with a cord cutting is to be in safe space, be in sacred space, and be in the right headspace. And then be prepared for that and, and do your ritual. Do it literally. Cut a cord. Tie yourself with it first. Whatever helps you to visualize getting rid of that energy and breaking those connections is going to be your best magic. So with, I guess with that, it makes me want to go do a cord cutting, <laughs> get, get some negativity out of my life right now. There you go. I did feel a lot lighter after our egg cleanse. So maybe I'll try to do a ritual bath or something. Thank you for joining us today. And we will see you next week for Back on the Broomstick, where Layla and I will get just witchy all spiritually, spiritually next week. So stay tuned because we don't know what we're going to talk about, but we'll see you then. Thank you so much for joining us on Back on the Broomstick. Please join us next Friday for episode 15, where we look into AI and AI-generated spells and rituals. Is there magic there and do they work? Also, if you like our show, please like, subscribe, give us five stars, send us a review or an email. Really helps the show out and we love hearing from our fans. Mm -hmm.